Welcome to the One Year Daily Chronological Bible Studies Podcast. This is Rodney Harrier, your host. If you are looking for a fresh and easy approach to read through God's Word and understand it, you have come to the right place. By following these chronological Bible studies, you will understand how the events, characters, and writings fit together in their proper sequence. What you learn can change your life forever. This is Episode 9, Day 9. The title for today's lesson is Encourage, Don't Discourage. Today's Bible reading is Job 15-18. through 18. If we have suffered terrible pain or hardship in our life, how do we wish to be treated? Friends and families may mean well, but when we are in trouble or are suffering, we don't want them to come and cheer us up. If you were to fill in the blank, how would you say you wish to be treated? Now let's return to the story of Job and see what we can learn about encouraging, not discouraging those in difficult circumstances. Job's Sufferings Job was a faithful patriarch living at the time of Abraham. The God of heaven was proud of Job's righteousness. To embarrass the Almighty, Satan sought permission to tempt Job into cursing his Creator, and the Lord allowed it. Job lost his family, except his wife, and his business, wealth, and respect in just one day. Job still retained his integrity, however, and Satan was galled. He challenged God to afflict Job physically. Skin for skin, Satan replied. A man will give all he has for his own life. But stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. Job 2, verses 4 through 5. God allowed Satan to test Job by giving him scabies, a severe skin disease. Job couldn't eat and looked emaciated like a skeleton with skin. He spent his days and nights in agony, scraping the scabs off his body. Painful sores were from the soles of his feet to the top of his head. Job 2, 4-7 Job wished he was dead or had never been born. Job's friends misinterpreted him because Job loudly cried out to God and asked the Almighty to stop torturing him His friends thought he was arrogant and wicked. They tried to defend God and condemn Job, and all of his counselors told him that sin was the cause of his calamity. They accused him of pride, self-deceit, and even implied he was evil. In today's Bible reading, Job suffers more criticism. Eliphaz the Temanite, like his other two friends, argues that Job's elaborate speeches are just hot air. He says, you even undermine piety and hinder devotion to God. Your sin prompts your mouth. You adopt the tongue of the crafty. Job 15, 4-5 This friend takes offense at Job for not accepting their wisdom. He claims that even older men than Job's father are on their side. He continually argues that Job has done evil, which is why God has abandoned him. After all, isn't this the way the Lord always works? Then Eliphaz and Bildad gang up on Job and imply he is an unbeliever, a godless and wicked person. Eliphaz expresses their sentiments. For the company of the godless will be barren, and fire will consume the tents of those who love bribes. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Their womb fashions deceit. Job 15, 34-35 Men of the West are appalled at his fate. Men of the East are seized with horror. Surely such is the dwelling of an evil man, such is the place of one who knows not God. 
Job 18, 20-21 We have seen Job's friends misinterpret and judge him for the unfortunate things that have happened to him. How should we respond if we are true friends? The proper response to suffering. Job says, I have heard many things like these miserable comforters are you all. Will your long-winded speeches never end? What ails you that you keep on arguing? I also could speak like you if you were in my place. I could make fine speeches against you and shake my head at you. But my mouth would encourage you. Comfort from my lips would bring you relief. Job 16, 1-5 The proper response to suffering is to bring relief, not add to their burdens and distress. Encourage, don't discourage those who are suffering. Job's response and hope. Job doesn't deny his pain, but retains his righteousness and hope. I have sewed sackcloth over my skin and buried my brow in the dust. My face is red with weeping. Deep shadows ring my eyes, yet my hands have been free of violence, and my prayer is true. Job 16, 15-17 even though Job is in excruciating pain, intuitively he knows he has an intercessor in heaven who will plead his case with God. Even now my witness is in heaven, my advocate is on high, my intercessor is my friend as my eyes pour out tears to God. On behalf of a man he pleads with God as a man pleads for his friend. Job sixteen nineteen through 21 Job didn't know it, but today we know Jesus Christ is that intercessor. The author of the book of Hebrews writes, Therefore he, Jesus Christ, is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest, Jesus Christ, meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Hebrews seven twenty-five through 26 do we know the Lord? Jesus can give us forgiveness, peace, spiritual life, and intercede for us before the Father. Besides holding on to a righteous path, how else should we respond to calamities? Hold on to God. Job does not know if God will deliver him from suffering, but supposes he will not. Nevertheless, Job shows us another response to suffering, which is most helpful. He says, my eyes have grown dim with grief. My whole frame is but a shadow. Upright men are appalled at this. The innocent are aroused against the ungodly. Nevertheless, the righteous will hold to their ways, and those with clean hands will grow stronger. Job seventeen seven through 9 Those who are oppressed but live righteously, putting their trust in the Lord, are stronger than those who don't. Job's resolve is much more than his friends, for he invites them to try again to break him since they are so wise. Unfortunately, Job's friends will try to do just that for another week in this story. And as Job continues in his pain, he will complain and justify himself more and more. That's hard, isn't it? We want microwave solutions to unfortunate circumstances. Just live right and everything will be okay. Will it? Not necessarily. If God continues to allow bad things to happen, how can we still be friends and encourage them instead of discouraging them? Here are some takeaway lessons. We should help and not hinder someone's healing and recovery.
Let's use our mouths to encourage the sick or those in trouble. May the comfort from our lips bring relief and not distress to the afflicted. If any of us are suffering, we should not deny it, but retain our righteousness and hope in God. Do we know God? If we do, Jesus Christ is not only God's Son, He is our friend and intercessor. He understands all about our suffering and pain. People sometimes disappoint us, but God won't. Let's look to Him for strength and help in our time of need. What encouraging words could we speak to a friend? Here are some suggestions. I pray that God will wrap His loving arms around you and sustain you. I pray that the Lord will give you wisdom for this trial. God knows all about your sufferings and hardship. Keep holding on to God, and He will help you through it. I'm here for you if you want to talk it out or be content to be with you through your trial. Focus verses. Job 16, 19-21 Even now my witness is in heaven. My advocate is on high. My intercessor is my friend as my eyes pour out tears to God. On behalf of a man he pleads with God as a man pleads for his friend. Join me for a prayer response to today's Bible lesson. Dear Father in heaven, you are righteous and holy, although we don't understand why you allow the righteous to suffer. May the way we respond to our unfortunate circumstances testify of our relationship with you because you are compassionate and faithful. We know it's your will for us to endure suffering and to encourage others who are going through it. Please be our daily bread. Meet our needs, whether physical, emotional, or spiritual. Forgive us if we have railed against you in our pain or discouraged others instead of encouraging them. If we have been hurt by unkind, inconsiderate, or mean comments, help us to forgive them. May we not be tempted to seek revenge, but leave it in your hands to bring justice. For your sake and glory, in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Looking Ahead People who suffer may feel alienated and misjudged. What can they do about it? How can we help and not hurt them? Find out in our next lesson. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you can receive the episodes as soon as they are available. Thank you for joining us. Remember, go with God and He goes with you.